Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com What's next? One, one more. One more. <laughs> I'm going to color in the back of your computer. Yeah, as long as it's not fuck. And the dirty words. <laughs> if only there was some kind of filthy word that had HP in the middle of it. I could write it across the back of your computer. You wrote that dirty word on the back of my computer. So, no, I wrote this. I wrote that. Not my fault that your computer finished it up for me. <laughs> It's time for another Team Rally, the podcast. Yeah, that's right. You still can't get rid of us. Let's see. Uh, this week, Chris and I talk about a coloring book on some weird news and some drug smuggling, also weird news. And we're doing a new piece called WikiHow from, well, wikihow.com. And we talk about how to do a secret Santa properly. All right. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Team Rally, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye. All these empty glass that's around us now. Two more barriers. Well, we don't know or how one big. We don't know how the new place is going to be. We have eight of them. Have an octagon. <laughs> be all butch and manly. We're going to record a podcast. Except we're going to the octagon. Except for four sides, of the octagon are like My Little Pony and that blankets. These are all we could find. Shut up. When you come to achieve reality as a guest, you, you take what you get. Mm, fair enough. It's time for some more weird news. Stupid news. Stupid Flanders. This is some more from ladbible.com. Woman offended by... <laughs> Everything. Done. No. Aaron of Mississippi. Really unpleasant secret Santa gift from colleague. Hmm. Secret Santa. That's one of those things that should really be banned. No, I enjoyed our the secret Santa yeah. we did at my store. It always goes awry. Could go a pumpernickel. Well, think about it. You know, you're in a group of people. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be the cheap bastard. Duh. So somebody's going to get stiffed on the thing. The cheap bastard's probably going to wind up with the most expensive gift. Well, that's just karma. And there's always somebody with the dark sense of humor. That's me and the cheap bastard. I'm two of them. Yeah, but you're too cheap to be shopping at Adam and Eve for, for Secret Santa gifts, so. Not necessarily. Darkly humorous. And that's okay. I can go on Wish. They got plenty of that stuff on there. Yeah, but you'd have to order it like eight weeks in advance. Well, yeah. I just order one early, and then whoever I get Secret Santa, I just give it to them. No matter what it is. Is this a penis pump? Yeah. I'm a lady. So? 
A mom was angered after she received what she deemed to be an inappropriate Santa gift by one of her colleagues. Of course, Secret Santa is supposed to be crap. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> Actually, no, white elephants are supposed to be crap. Secret Santa is supposed to be yeah, whatever. You stick an arbitrary, usually low price limit on gifts. If you know who you're buying for. Yeah. Otherwise, if it's a random thing, then you're lucky you're getting anything at all. Then you see how much fun you can have at your friend or colleague's expense. I gave him a $200 gift certificate to Dollar Tree. Actually, that'd actually be pretty useful. If that person was like, oh, thanks. I was just about to move. Now I'm going to go buy $200 worth of cleaning supplies. No, if, if they're not. Oh, yeah, like, please. Like, like you're in Dollar Tree trying to figure out how to spend $200 worth of... You're giving, you're giving your CEO, who's worth millions, the $200 gift card to Dollar Tree. What am I going to do with this? I don't know. Give it to your maid. And buy 400 Snickers bars. On this occasion, it seems if one anonymous colleague overstepped the mark, or at least at least they at can't, least missed it. Yeah, at least they can't get in trouble because no one knows who they are, or can they? Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, because it's easy enough to find out. Of course, nobody's going to admit to having given it to them. But then you ask them, "Well, who did you get?" Yeah, they're going to fess up because they don't want to be associated with the gift you got. Yeah, and eventually you're going to find somebody who also got a gift for something. Yeah. The colleague in question purchased an adult coloring book for their firm, former black for their workmate, the angry mom, and she was definitely not happy about it. Of course, he ordered off Amazon, thinking it's a coloring book for adults, and instead got an adult coloring book. That's funny. That would be just plain funny. But well, you would know before you wrap that damn thing. Hang on to that thought, unless he just wrapped it in a box and came in. Uh, yeah, hang on to that thought though. Of course, adult coloring books, while slightly infantile, are a harmless and popular way to pass time. Fair enough. That being said, there are some things in this one that might offend someone. Firstly, it was called Go Fuck Yourself, I'm Coloring. I love that. Second, but there are problems with that. Secondly, it contained some particularly crass language as well as misogynistic terms. Okay, well, do you know what misogynistic means? Did the person who complained about it mention misogyny, and do they know what it means? Because people use racism all the time, and it's not the meaning. It, it doesn't mean what they use it for. And came across... Well, like, you, a white guy, made a joke about an African-American gentleman, but you're making a joke about his lisp. Somebody in the room is going to say, you're just racist. No. No. You're a racist. They can all African-Americans have lisps. Yeah. So, secondly, it contains some crass language as well as misogynistic terms and came across very badly to the intended receiver. Karen. Yeah. Writing on Mum's Net. So she went and told all the other mums. Yeah. The person who got given this really unpleasant gift wrote, I like a robust swear and I have a job that can very much cause stress, but I finally looked at it properly today. And a lot of the words to color are not swear words per se, but really, really unpleasant misogynistic sexual slurs and terms that I associate with pornography, not swearing. So uptight, Karen. Well, no, I mean, she's trying to be diplomatic in explaining what words offended her. Yeah, well... It's not, it's not a... It could be literally the word fuck, and that would be exactly what she just said. It's what not, is she? What is her? What not, is a big swear word to her? Poop? Well, no, it's, it doesn't say shit in the book. They're more sexually based words. Yeah, it's called "Go fuck yourself." I'm coloring. Yes, yes, yes. We know. 
I've actually found myself quite offended that someone thought this was an appropriate gift for a 50-year-old female colleague in a professional environment. Because after 50, you don't think of sex ever again. Apparently not. Oh, wait a minute. That's bad for me. Marissa. You're not getting any sympathy from me. Well, I wasn't looking for symphony. Or sympathy. Symphony for the Larry. New Stones album. <laughs> My quandary is whether I should say something to the group or just hide it in the recycling and forget about it. That. In the book, there were pages for coloring in a multitude of words such as idiot, slut, and more sexual insults. So, idiot? Idiot is bad, slut is bad, but she's living in a country, England, that uses the word cunt and twat on a regular basis. On TV! Yeah, an idiot? I told you, the worst word she says is poop. Well, no, I'm just, I'm trying to think of what context it is in the book. Is it just the word idiot and you got to color it in? Honestly, oh, here. I'll bring it up on uh, Amazon and we'll take a gander at it. Well, if they have any sample pages, they'll have the one that says idiot. Come on. We'll be back after these messages. Alexa, find Go Fuck Yourself, I'm Coloring. Showing items matching Find Go Fuck Yourself, I'm Coloring. <laughs> And here's it's not the beat that gets me, it's the beat. Yeah. <laughs> gets go boop. So there. Oh, it's just It's basically words that say and it doesn't like sh- it does I, shit in it. Yeah, it does. But there's words that says, Are you you are fucking awesome? And it's surrounded like by it, you color the words in, and then it's surrounded like by mandala flowers and things like that. So you can make it real pretty and shiny and lots of stuff to color. Like the front. Flowery. Yeah, it's like lots of flowers to color in and the words you color in. And it's not in this, and she must not say anybody, it says it's a swear word coloring book for adults. She just opened it, flipped it open, and went, <gasps> I'm offended. There's the word ding dong in here. On the hostess section. Go fuck yourself, I'm coloring. What in the actual fuck? You can do this shit. You are fucking awesome. That's on the back cover of the book. Oh, hold on. There's there's three of them. You can buy a trio it's, set. Oh, you didn't read Fucking their... adorable. Cute critters with foul mouths. And color them fucking softly. Go back to the first one and, and read some of the reviews here. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm getting ready to do. Jeff. And find, find a good review and a, and a one-star review. So right. we can get a range Customer here. reviews. It's four and a half out of five stars. But they, they there's have... zero one-star reviews. Ooh. Yeah, there's 10% of them are two-star. Okay, so we'll get some of those. Oh, they just... Decided to hit the button. They never actually said anything. Uh, no three stars, but here, let's see what four stars. No four stars, and nobody said anything for four stars. But so they said no, stuff for five stars. So there's no actual reviews. Yeah, it's just somebody going click. Oh, here, here's a couple of five star reviews. This is Book Nerd 13. Crantastic. I find coloring to be the great stress relief, and the quotes on these pages make it even better. They make me laugh. Great price, too. It's like seven bucks. Uh, the next one, I won't read the person because it's her name. Daughter loved it. What wasn't there to like? Another we're, one. We're getting on that. Another one. From other countries, this one. Um, other country? Yeah, he doesn't say I'm that. I'm thinking about going there for my 60th birthday. Other country. Yeah. Best coloring, and it's spelled the British way, coloring book ever. Oh, it's from the UK. Uh, love this. Makes coloring even more fun. Might give one to my coworker. Yeah, <laughs> which would be hysterical. <laughs> that would be funny. found the guy. <laughs> Inadvertently on the podcast and out of him. That's it. There was literally only three written reviews. Everything else is just the click, click, click. So Karen did get in there. She's probably the one of the 
She's probably one of the two. Mm, no, she, she would have been the written, one. She'd have written something. Yeah, and she would have been the one. And then there's <laughs> drinking animals coloring book. Drinking animals. Yeah, it's uh the, the picture's a llama with a martini. Oh, not drinking animals. What teachers really want to say but can't swear wood coloring book for adults. That's seven bucks as well. So that's what they keep in the teachers' lounge. Yeah, sweary vibes coloring book for adults. Irreverent motivational quotes. Oh, I might have to buy that for somebody. Very still. I could buy this one for Talon, Gothic coloring book. So he would be like, I could have just drawn that. Gothic coloring book comes with a black marker. Everything else you'd leave white. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, there's one called Fuck This Shit. It's a motivational swear word coloring book. There's a magic book of healing spells. And you fucking got this. <laughs> a magic book of healing spells coloring book? Yeah. Yeah. When you finish coloring it, something mystical happens? Or get summoned a demon. That'd suck. Only if it was a succubus. Hey, there's something for our short film. A coloring book that summons demon? Yes, yeah, the magical mystical coloring book. Get down to the end and you finish coloring, you're like, done. <laughs> well, each <laughs> big pool of smoke and the demon appears. It, well, it'd be this each, is unexpected. <laughs> it'd be each page. It'd be something, a different demon or whatever. So basically, each page summons a different demon. Yeah. And then you get to make one request to the demon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and your request to the first demon is, you rip a page out of the book and you say, no, color with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then a few minutes later, two demons appear. And you two fight. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the uh, article here. Uh, perhaps unsurprisingly, other users thought the gift idea was wide of the mark as well. Another person commented, well, I work in a professional environment and got the very same book last year. I personally found it funny. I re-gifted it this year. I personally <laughs> found it funny and gave it to my husband. It's obviously given in the spirit of a bit of fun, no matter how many pearl clutchers there are here. Ooh, oh, I like that. that. That's a good one. As for all the people saying go to HR, I'd suggest to take that huge stick out of your arse. There's no better way to exclude yourself from your team and gaming a grudge down this path. Uh, a third person said, I would absolutely take this to HR. If it was an honest mistake, then they can apologize and learn to be more careful. Or you can pull the stick out of your ass and stop clutching pearls. Yeah. So that's um, that's pretty fucking funny right there. It's like if you see something on TV you don't like, you I want to immediately call the station tell them I didn't appreciate that. People do. It's like, well, why? Just don't watch that show anymore and you're good. Mm -hmm. They're not going to stop making that sort of entertainment because people like it. There's always going to be blue comedians because people like that. I mean, not every person likes that, but there's still an audience for it. Problem is, the, thing the is, people that don't like it are the ones that bitch and moan and complain, and, they, and they're the ones that get everything shut down. They want to stamp it out. Well, what's going to happen to the people that enjoy that kind of entertainment? They're going to make some for themselves. Yep. All right, so uh, a British Karen who can't handle a funny joke. Fucking coloring book, and she thinks the word idiot is bad. So. Well, we only saw what Amazon showed us. There could be some much harsher stuff in there. Yeah. Probably not. You're, you're right. Probably but not. this is still coming from a woman who lives in a country where they use the word cunt and twat on TV and in the radio and in other ways constantly. I watch a lot of BBC, especially the uh, game shows. They have one that's like, um, whose line is it anyway? That's similar to it. And they do other stuff. And it's funny as hell. And they're dirty as hell. But it's on regular BBC. So, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you, except that she's really uptight. I'm 50, and I, I can't handle this kind of stuff. Well, how did you get through your teens? You don't want it? 
Throw it away. Give it to somebody who wants it. Yeah. Spread it. Recycle it. Whatever. Yeah, just be rid of it and go about your business. Yeah. And to the lady who said you should take it to the HR, you're just as bitchy as she is. Now, technically, you, know, you can also think of it this way. It's like, if it's a secret Santa says, you knew who you're getting the gift for. Yeah. And it's going to be obvious to you that this person is not going to appreciate this. It is a bit of a dick move. Or it could be one of those secret Santas where you just buy the gift, they set it under the tree, and then you pull a name out of the hat, and that's, yeah. in, like, on the gift, it's, in it, case, it has nothing, and you just pull it out, and you have to go grab the I'm gift. I'm just saying, if, if it's a secret <clears> Santa <throat> where you knew who you were buying for, and they bought this for her specifically, knowing that she's a pearl clutcher, that's our new term until it gets banned, then, yeah, I mean, that, that was targeted and intentional. Possibly. Or the person who bought it said, oh, well, she'll find this funny because she likes to tell a body joke now and then. Well, if she likes to tell a body joke now and then, then she shouldn't be offended. Right. But I'm thinking this person, one of those people who do not tell body jokes. Well, it could have been her and the one who wants to go to HR's kind of version of a body joke, which is, I have a dirty joke for you. A dog fell in some mud. <laughs> no, I'm not buying her the coloring book. That's the, I mean, that's kind of jokes she tells, and that's the kind of coloring book I'm not buying for. I'm buying the ones with the pretty flowers and the no words. Although, if I could find one that has hidden pictures. Oh, that'd be great. If you color it a specific way and something comes out. If you color it one way, it's beautiful flowers and stuff. If you color it another way, it's a dude banging a goat. I might be tempted for that because I might have plausible deniability. Oh, I didn't know! What? It's just... Look, the cover doesn't say dirty pictures. It says pretty fractals. It's not my fault you colored it that way. That's on your head. All right, so uh, Q... So that's what we have to do is we have to invent that coloring book. Oh, well, now that we've mentioned it, once you put it out in three weeks, someone will have it on the market. And then you, we put it on Amazon where you look at the book. It mm. says nothing about it. Front yeah. or back cover. Yeah, just pretty fractals. But in the advertisement, it comes like in a, in a plastic bag. Mm -hmm. And across the top, it tells you what it is. You take it out of the bag and you wrap it up and give it to people. Yeah. You keep the joke going, you know? Yeah. All right, so there you go. So there's a new idea for all you entrepreneurs who steal our ideas and don't give us any money for them. Um, That's what stealing is, Larry. Yes. Uh, so uh, cue uh, rude and crude music. say so what do you have for us today but that does yeah that's not gonna work here it's time for some more weird news from ladbible.com again larry's new favorite website no i just found this today larry's new favorite website man found with cocaine and meth strapped to his wait for it penis tells police they're not his what his penis or the drugs it's not mine, officer. That dick is not yours, sir. What? No, no, that's mine. I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of this. I'm just... <laughs> I just can't wait to read this to you. A Florida man has been caught between a rock and a hard place this week after police found bags of coke and meth strapped to his dingling. I just said it that way because dingling sounds funny. <laughs> Patrick Florence, the man in question... 
Thank goodness they gave us his real name, so now we all know who it is. Was in the passenger seat of a car driving at 4 a.m. when officers noticed it did not have head or tail lights on. That'll do it. At what point did that seem like a good idea? Well, they won't see us. Wait a minute. Don't have, don't have the on. A Florida man. Now, was he driving? I thought he said no, he was in the passenger seat. seat. They then reportedly pulled the vehicle over and searched it, firstly finding a gun under the passenger seat where Florence was sitting. Florence was then strip-searched by the police. There's got to be a step in between there. Well, that's not how it's written. Who uh, then found two baggies strapped to his penis. <laughs> One containing methamphetamines and the other full of cocaine. I'm be talking about baggies. Yeah, dime bags. Or those little ouncey bags or whatever. Ouncey bags. <laughs> From Kenner. According to Deputy Levi Blake, Florence stated the package wrapped around his wow. penis was not his. Name like Levi Blake, I'd be a country star. The package around my package isn't mine. I'm holding it for a friend. I'm holding my package for a friend. Package is holding a package for a friend. My package is holding his package. Excuse me? I don't know anymore. He also denied that the firearm found under his seat had anything to do with him. He <laughs> was ignoring me the whole ride. Police later... Well, no, that's technically possible. He might not put that there. That is true. It's not his car. Him. Police later charged the man with four felonies, including possession of ammunition, a firearm, cocaine and meth, and booked him into the Pinellas County Jail as per Fox News. If it had been an unloaded firearm, they could only have got him on the firearm and not the ammunition? Maybe. I don't know. That's... Now, if you get caught with a firearm, but you have no ammunition... If you're not allowed to own a firearm, you still get busted for having the firearm, whether you have ammunition or not. But it's, it's still technically a dangerous weapon for the airbunnies. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure this out. If the gun is... If there's no reason he's not allowed to have the gun. If Yeah, if he's legally allowed to own a gun... And you bust him and he has a gun in the car. In the car. Not as a sidearm. Right. Then I don't think they can bust you for it. But a lot of people don't know the law well enough to argue that fact. If there's no ammunition on you or in the car, it's just a gun in the car that you're transporting from one location to another location. Yeah. And they still bust you for carrying a firearm. Per Georgia law, no. You're allowed to take the firearm from your house to your car. You cannot take it from your car into a business or another home you do not own unless you have permission from said owner. So is that implied permission for gun ranges? Yes, it is. It actually is. And I guess gun repair services? But in a gun range, you have to have it in its own separate case closed. That's why people who go to gun ranges a lot, they have a box. Like I have a tackle box upstairs, but it's loaded with gun stuff instead of fishing stuff. Because you put your gun in there, you close and lock the box, you bring it in. So it cannot be holstered on you. You cannot be walking in with it holstered on you and loaded, even with a carry permit. That's for the drive-thru only. Yeah. The drive-thru gun range, you just go up to the window. Bam, 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 bam. Thanks. Uh, you're, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So bizarre, this bizarre. As it, stupid as it sounds, they probably make quite a fortune off of that. You had to have it on the driver's side, I guess. Yeah, but you, you, you'd have you had to have to have two windows. We had the window where they pay, right? And then they get their little box of ammo, right? And then they and they, they pull, pull up to the next window, to the next window, and you only get to shoot one box of ammo because anything more than that, you'd have a line around the block. Well, you pull up and you have to step out of the car. Yeah, there's like, yeah. A, there's like an overhang. Okay, yeah. And then there's a, a window. And you just shoot through a basically. Actually, there'd be a window and two two side block yeah. walls. Yeah. 
You open the door, step out of the car, blam, 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 blam. Get back in the car and leave. It'd be great for cops just to get a little training and if they have to pass their course. It'd be great for um, people who are currently suffering from road rage. <laughs> you can't do it, yeah. It's like, you, you're driving home, you're just so pissed off by traffic and everything, you pull over at the gun range, get your box of ammo, blam, 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 blam. You can even get a I gun. I was going to say, could you, would you be able to rent the gun? Look, I mean, you can't charge it too much. Because, I mean, you're, just, well, they, you're, you're using it for three minutes. Give or take, yeah. And you leave the gun on the thing. Man, the hell, you can even have it tethered. No, because at some point in time, some idiot's going to cut that tether and run off. So it would have to be handed to you, you know, like you pull up, you pay, you get out, and the person hands you a gun, which you have to load and everything. Well, then that means that person would have to stand at that window that you're about to fire through. No, well, no, he's standing off to the side. I mean, it's a, you're shooting through bulletproof glass, unless you want to have a big opening, but you could do it where it's like a bank. You know, you just slide it under there, and then you have just this much, so the guy shoots through that. No, you have to have a bigger opening than that. Because you headshot, chest shot, you know. Well, just this big is all you need because it's not this. You're doing this. Yeah, it but somebody's going to step back, shoot into the glass, just fragment off the glass and bed itself in his forehead and get sued. <laughs> all right, so this bizarre hiding place for drugs, especially drugs that aren't yours, is actually a whole lot more common than you think. Well, I'm contemplating how somebody else managed to affix their drugs to him without him knowing. Yeah. Just earlier this year, also another Florida man... Called, oh boy, Shaft Bang Adams was arrested when police Shaft found. Bang? I hadn't seen him since high school. <laughs> when police found four white crystal rocks inside the skin of his penis during a strip search. Yeah, you heard that right, and that is what it says. Clearly, having a similar idea last year, a British man was sentenced to two years in prison after being caught at the Brussels airport trying to smuggle cocaine in an artificial penis. Wow. He stated during the subsequent police investigation that the 127 grams of coke found in his possession came from Jamaica. He was trying to take it home so he could try it on himself rather than sell it on. Smugger was able to get a suspended sentence as his lawyer stated... My client has kidney failure and needs to exercise a good diet. Both are not possible in our prisons, so I asked for a suspended sentence. Well, that's not true because he could be... They have exercise yards. They have exercise yards, yeah. And it matters what kind of prison he's in. I mean, they could have put him in a medium... He's not going to be in a maximum security prison. Yeah, he could he be in a medium he security wasn't really, prison. I mean, he wasn't really smuggling enough to be considered... Well, 127 grams of coke is a lot of coke. Not enough to start an empire with, though. The journey of a thousand steps starts with the first one. Just saying. It's not enough to set him up as a kingpin. No, well, yeah. Apparently Noel Gallagher wants to be dead in 20 years. Oh, ask around. All right, so there you go. Coke and meth on your dick. Could life be better? Well, apparently so. Though this guy's got a nice little smile on his face and his mugshot. And he's got the same scar that Han Solo has on his chin. Which is odd. The smuggler. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All smugglers have that. Wow. Just wow. It's not my drugs, man. I was holding them for something. I, I still was waiting for the explanation for that. They never gave one. I mean, that was I the whole... Hear, I want to hear his explanation for how somebody else... That was the whole article. Got in there with the duct tape. And... <laughs> I don't even think it was... It was just... Tape. Ooh. Attached it to his uh, Prince Albert. Okay. No. 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 You don't know. 
You're right, I don't. And I don't want to. How are you going to do this stunt? I will. No! Rubber bands? Possibly. <laughs> really? Well, it doesn't have to be a really tight rubber band, just enough to hold it on your cock. The elasticity of the rubber band may come into question depending on what time of day it is. <laughs> elasticity of the wiener might come into play on what time of day it is. What am I no, it's uh, just your typical uh, zip tie, masking tape. <laughs> Zip. Mm, that's gonna fall off. What the zip tie? No. Yeah. No. Kinda. <laughs> zip tie is firmly in place. <laughs> All right, so there you go. I'm done. So Yay. so so cue dick music. song gonna be I'll have to figure that out later no Fix your post only a recycled one I might recycle the comic one we can't use that in a while our uh, vocabulary no that'd actually be really funny it'd be like wait what hey Chris hey you gave me a good idea and with we'll as much see. we'll be the judge of that with, with as much as I distrust wiki we're gonna do this thing it's called wiki how be a learning experience. That's right. It's wikihow.com. Welcome to wikihow, the most trusted how-to site on the internet. So, yeah, because not anybody can just add anything they want to this. Not at all. It's all carefully moderated. Oh, it's very carefully moderated. Sure. Puppies. So, how to do a secret Santa. All right. This is a throwback, everybody. Mm. It's a throwback. The point of Secret Santa is to make Christmas shopping easier and to spread around the spirit of giving to those who you might not normally have on your list. People you don't like. It involves a group of people exchanging names for a secret gift exchange. Consider playing Secret Santa at your next holiday. The way they say it makes it sound like some kind of sexual name. Consider playing Secret Santa. Considering playing Secret Santa at your next holiday get-together to learn the instructions for a round of the game you have already been invited to. It's like a holiday-based key party where you don't know who's coming into the room. Just remember, Klaus doesn't have a car. He has Uber. He is Uber. Playing the game, part one. Karen, Paul, Johnny, Grace, Jennifer. Just don't give Karen a coloring book. Write the names of everyone participating on a piece of papier. It's like paper, but nicer. Fresh paper. If the group is larger and people do not know each other that well, it's a good idea to get people to write their names in some distinguishing interests slash features, such as male astronomy buff, 65, or female triathlete devotee, 34. In more intimate groups, only the name of the person is necessary. Karen. I'm a Karen. Two. Cut those names out and toss them into a hat. Toss them into a place paper basket. <laughs> Fill in your own name on seven sheets of paper. <laughs> the next step is to prepare the names for a drawing. Unless it's a dirty coloring book. Cut each name out and then fold it in half no, once. That's a curated one. So you get to give the name to whoever you think would be funniest to have. Oh, yeah. Then fold it in half once or twice to prevent people from reading it without unfolding it. Then, place all the folded names in. Oh, yeah, white out the names, and then when they get back to their desk, they have to scratch it off to see who they won. 
Then place all the folded names into a bowl or hat and mix them around a bit so that the names are shuffled. I'm just thinking about the poor sucker that needs this article and can't figure it out himself. Mm-hmm. How do you do a secret Santa? Look it up. Three, set a price limit. This can be done in discussion with the whole group or just by those who are organizing the event. The price limit is set so that some people don't try to be cheap and get away with purchasing a gift for only a few dollars while well, so others you, try to overachieve and purchase very expensive gifts. Well, the thing is, you set a price limit. Some people are going to spend the price limit. Some people are going to spend under the price limit. Yeah, but if you're setting it for like, like if you're setting it for like 20 bucks, unless someone's buying something from the dollar store for a dollar, they got a bag of Smarties. That actually brings me back to my Secret Santa, and I ended up getting chocolate. I'm like, oh, great. Something I don't need. Because when I do things like that, I tend to budget a little bit on the price limit. Mm -hmm. Select a price limit in the happy medium range that you know everyone in the group can afford. It's better to be safe than sorry and choose a lower price range than trying to choose one that's too high. Hey, Doug, what are you making these days? Or draw the names. Work around the group, giving everyone an opportunity to draw a single name randomly out of the hat. Keep the names folded and hidden until everyone is drawn. At this point, each person can look at their name. As long as they are careful not to say who they have or to show anyone else their slip of paper, if someone draws their own name, have them read It's only the last person that draws their own name. Because then you got to redo the whole damn thing. Set a gift-giving date. The next step is for everyone to go out and purchase a gift within the price range. Last work you made for Christmas. Actually, they actually have on there. They have it on Christmas. Everybody's there. Yeah. Because a lot of people take the days before Christmas holiday. The way we did it is we just brought them in, and if the person that you were giving to was there, you just gave it to them. But if they weren't, you just set it on the desk with their name on it. And it worked really well. Yeah. Typically, there is a second meeting time at which all the Secret Santa players exchange gifts and reveals who name they had the whole time. Check with the members of the group. and Select a date in several days and time, several days in advance, at which everyone can come to the meet and exchange. And you sit there and watch and wait and see who's got your name. They keep calling names. They don't call yours. They don't call yours. And Stinky ain't got out of his desk to give a gift yet. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just picturing the guy named Stinky. Well, when he's in school, they call him Pigpen. What? Oh, that's today? Hold on. <laughs> I had to go to the commissary. Six, purchase a gift. No, it's like Lloyd's gonna have my name. Give me something with Darth Vader on it. I just know it. With, with your person in mind, go out and choose the perfect gift for them. Try to make it personal and avoid choosing a generic gift like a coffee mug or a bag of can. What if the person's really into coffee though? That's the perfect gift for them. Or coffee. Well, yeah, or they coffee. Probably, they probably already have a mug. Well, everybody probably has a coffee mug, but what if you've got it, like, personalized for him? Here you go, Brenda. It's a slave layer coffee mug. <laughs> I know how much I like coffee. <laughs> Was that Lloyd or Stinky? Your choice. Oh, okay. I'll go with Ned. Lloyd. <laughs> Ned? Be intentional about matching price limit, though. Otherwise, you may make your gift recipient or others uncomfortable with how cheap or how expensive you were. Seven, exchange gifts. When everyone in the group has purchased when everyone in the group has purchased their gift and met up together, you can begin the gift exchange. Wait until everyone is present and continue keeping your gift recipient a secret until everyone has given a go to start exchanging gifts. At that point, find the person to match the name you drew and reveal your gift. And and reveal yourself. Ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> you, reveal, you take it up to him in the wrapping, and you rip the wrapping off and go, here you go. Yeah. Don't forget, you'll be receiving a gift as well, so remain gracious and polite as you accept your present, even if you don't really like what they got you. Damn, Brenda, this sucks. Part two. Did you spend like three bucks on this shit? Ugh. Choosing the right gift. Well, that's a minefield right there. If your coworker makes more money than you, think of something thoughtful. If your coworker makes more money than you, $200 from the dollar store will be perfect. One, keep it appropriate. Gag gifts are fun sometimes, but in general, you should always choose gifts that would not be perceived as inappropriate for the group setting. Two, avoid alcohol. Unless your secret Santa is happening at a wine tasting party, you shouldn't assume your gift recipient will appreciate a bottle of alcohol as much as you or someone else might. Especially at office parties, giving alcohol can create an awkward exchange if your recipient doesn't like drinking or is recently sober. Where's Randy? <laughs> if your recipient is an alcohol enthusiast, try choosing a related gift rather than the alcohol itself, like wine charms or a beer Wait, koozie. Is it Randy and AA? Oh, shit. If somebody handed me wine charms or a beer koozie for this, I'd be like, oh, so you got this free. Three, buy something practical. If you're not sure what to get the person, play it safe and choose something that is practical and useful. Duct tape. <laughs> Off you go. Well, that, yeah, not for nothing. I, I really thought it was a not thoughtful gift, but I used almost that whole damn roll. <laughs> yeah. It's only been two weeks. I've already had to repair everything. That way, even if it isn't something that they might have wanted, they will still have a use for it. Consider holiday ornaments, kitchen necessities, or a good book in a genre they're interested in. Hey, a good book. Or get it's something... It's the Shrugged. <laughs> I don't want to read Atlas Shrugged. Again? It's a good book. <laughs> That's true. Get something specific. You have a copy of The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> okay, I, thank you, I guess. It's a good book. If you can... I haven't read this since high school. If you can, do a good bit of research on your gift recipient in order Stalk to... Stalk your recipient. In order to choose a gift that is truly tailored to them. Why does Howard keep staring at me? That's correct. Why does Ned keep staring at me? I mean, other than normal. Ask around. Look at their work or social media profiles or discreetly do a bit of questioning with Cyber them. Cyberstalk them. They'll appreciate the time and effort you put in choosing a gift that is special and geared towards them. I came them. back from the bathroom. Ned was going through my desk. <laughs> I was looking for a safer. Uh, five, consider making a gift. If you're the creative type, a homemade gift done in good taste will seem personal and meaningful. Done in good taste. <laughs> Considering your recipient's interests when making a gift for them, rather than just throwing together a bunch of shit. What is it? It's a, a hand-painted beholder. In appearing cheap. There's only craft I know. There's a, a big difference between making something creative and worthwhile and making something cheap and lazy because you forgot to slash didn't buy something. And that's that's it. Oh, here. It's here, a 3D here, printed toilet some, paper beholder. Here's some questions. What are some homemade gifts you can make? If Cookies. Can, if you can sew, you can make a pillow or a blanket. Cookies. You could learn to make homemade salt scrubs if your secret Santa is female. Why doesn't a man... That's gender bias. Yeah. If you can knit or crochet, your secret Santa might like a scarf, hat, or brooch, or pterodactyl uh, in their favorite sports team's color. Should I tell my secret Santa what I want? You can, but you shouldn't know who your secret Santa is. Hey, whoever my secret Santa is, I want a Lamborghini. What if that's, I don't know what they some like? Kind of Italian sausage? <laughs> what if I? Like if I was linguine? Is that close enough? <laughs> I got so, you a linguine. <laughs> I got you. I got you a linguine. Have a conversation with them and drop subtle hints. Don't outright ask, "What do you want for Christmas?" I got you a dime bag. 
time on my penis. Ask questions. Well, don't su- call back to another one. <laughs> such as, what are your hobbies? To get something relevant to that, ask them about their favorite movies, games, books, etc. Hey, Karen, what movies you like? No reason. I don't like movies. Oh, good. I got you a blank tape. <laughs> oh, good. I got you a blank DVD-R. So, oh, yeah. Take it from my 80s reference up to a 90s. <laughs> hey! Well, no, 2000s references. So, so there you go. Uh, do you want me to do another one of these? or? Yeah, but for another bit. Yeah, that's on me. I only got so much room in this episode. Uh, I got all that other stuff to do. All right. So uh, there you so go. I made all those callbacks. So cue WikiHow music. <laughs> All right, there you go. I hope you really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, I love the coloring book, and I might have to buy that. Uh, I don't know. And, I mean, seriously, how can you say that the drugs aren't yours when they're on your cock? Uh, you know. Oh, I'm just holding it for a friend. You're holding your cock for a friend, sir. Y- yeah? No, no, it's not mine. It's not your cock you're holding for a friend, sir. Wait, what? So, I don't know. And uh, there you go, Wiki How. I mean, if you didn't know how to do uh, Secret Santa before, you do now. All right, so for Chris, Marissa, in parentheses, and everyone else involved, I'm Larry saying, don't store drugs on your cock. See ya. Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? If you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot, and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. Just remember, Klaus doesn't have a car.